Forgotten Flicks remembers The Last Boy Scout, 1991. Hey, mister. You like my puppet? Get this kid out of here. My name is Fairy Tom. I said get out of here, kid. No, kid stays. Can you make him talk? Huh? Go on. Try. Go ahead, take it. Okay. It's riddle time. Why did Mr. Milo cross the road? I don't know why. Because his dick was stuck in a chicken. Hello, all you beautiful party people. I am Joel, and you are listening to Forgotten Flicks, the podcast where we remember the movies you grew up with. And of course, I am joined by two beautiful party people, Daryl Taylor, and her gut, and Peter Nielsen. A ring just cut in my beard. What'd you get for stroking your beard, son? <laughs> Told you that. Not during the podcast. All right. So welcome. Forgotten <laughs> Flicks. We are talking old movies. This one, I am sorry to report, is almost 25 years old. And oh, so old? Because uh, this is one of those that I remember they have very distinct, precise memories. As if it was only six months ago that I went and saw this movie at the theater. But <laughs> nope. It was almost 25 years ago. Now. This is 91, right? Mm-hmm. So the question has to be asked, Peter. Did you see this one in Florida? Uh, no, I actually didn't. <laughs> oh, that is disappointing. Yeah, We're going to have to let sorry. you go now. <laughs> okay. Well, in that case. You know, you know, yeah, you can get to sleep and actually have a decent, like, awake day tomorrow. All right. No, we are talking, yes, Last Boy Scout from 1991 starring the great, in my opinion, in well, not in everything, but in a lot of things. Bruce Willis. Used to be great. Yes, yes. And the also great, even though he should be in more things, Damon Wayans. Yep. So true. And it is a 1991 action, I would say definitely action movie, from mm-hmm. director Tony Scott. And it was directed, no, sorry, I just said by Tony Scott, and it was written, <laughs> written yeah. by Shane Black. Now, off the top of your heads, gents. That name ring a bell? Yes. Uh, what what exactly does it ring a bell uh, in regards to Daryl? Leave the weapon. Yeah. Monster Squad. Yep. Uh, a bunch of other stuff. But he now, also did he was in, Pre- he was in Predator. He was in Predator. Yes, he, he, he was in it. Yeah, but he didn't write it, right? No, okay. he was just in it. He was hanging out. Yeah. Did one <laughs> of you guys say long kiss goodnight? Yeah. Okay. I didn't, but that's. Did we cover that? No, we've never covered that one. And that one I would love to revisit because I have not seen that one in. When did that come out? 95 ish? Oh my God. 96? So it's pushing. Most of the movies I try to make 20 years or older 
for this, but that's the best female starring action film ever done. Yeah, it's been so long since I've seen it. Yeah, kicks ass. And it's a Rennie Harlan directed movie. So now Tony Scott did a lot of stuff. Uh, Unfortunately, he is no longer with us. No, but he did the movie that was my wife and my second date, technically, because we met on a blind date at a, nice. bo- at a bowling alley, because, you know, I'm a classy kind of guy. That's uh, right. So, and of course, to reinforce that classiness, I decided to do a follow-up date the next day to go see a movie I had already seen, but had fallen in love with, which was True Romance, which is apropos, I'd say. Oh, I, my, oh, my love, my, my college love, I saw that movie with her. Really? Yeah, True Romance oh. is fair. I remember loving that movie, man. That was the movie also that I think I really, really just was like Gary Oldman is Well, they they awesome. pulled me in to watch that for free. I, I was at the mall. I'll tell you, how, that's how old it was. I was at the mall on uh, purpose. Wow. And as we were walking in the mall, they were asking people to come in and and test watch. It. Oh, is it, oh, you got to see a test screening and fill out the Damn. you know fill out the whole thing. It was so weird. I'd never done a test screening before. That's awesome. Yeah. So you're the reason why it ended like that. Well, yes. Okay. We have to do that uh, one Tony, someday. Tony's, yeah. What true romance? Yeah. yeah. That's a long time since I've seen. It's that. been a long time. I don't even remember yeah. how it ended exactly. It's been that long. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that movie. I st- I actually because I were- ended up working at the same movie theater that I took her to because I was in high school, and then oh. a few years later I started working in that theater, and they still had the banner wrapped up and buried in a corner somewhere. I may or may not have it you in have my it? garage right now. You know you do have it. Yes. I may or may not. I can neither confirm nor deny. You have it, and you you cry with happiness. Every <laughs> and time I, and I may it. or may not have the Goodfellas banner. I had Tombstone. Uh, uh, may or may not have had. Oh wait! But you said the first, your your first movie date with your wife was a Tony Scott movie. Yeah, True Romance. Yep. Damn! You know what? The first wife, my uh, the, the, the first wife. The first, the first wife. Movie, my, <laughs> I think we're gonna turn this into a different wife, type episode, Peter. Let's start with your first wife. We have many wives. First wife. <laughs> oh God! It's been so much talk about the anger and writing divorce movies and stuff like that. It kind of <laughs> no. What I meant was. The first movie my wife and I watched in the theater was also a Tony Scott movie. Which Enemy, one? Enemy of the State. Oh, okay. Get out of here. Never saw it. Never? I, I, and I, I worked, I think I was actually working at the theater when it played, which is really weird because I saw almost everything. I don't know why I didn't see that one. I remember mm-hmm. it. I remember when it came out. It's Will Smith, right? Gene Hackman? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I know, I do not believe I ever watched it. That is so weird. You I, never saw that. I know. Very strange. But. Yeah, well. What else did he do? Crimson Tide. Oh, dude, he's a, one of those guys. Little, Top Gun. <laughs> Top Gun. A little movie called Top Gun. Yeah. yeah. Beverly Hills Cop 2. Yeah. D- Days of Thunder. Right? Wasn't that yeah. him? You need yeah. to do that yeah. movie. New, the, the Hunger. New Top yeah. Gun. We need to do that. Yeah. But see, I would say okay. Top Gun is definitely not in the forgotten fi- flicks. If we if we end up branching off as, per other discussions and doing more just general retro stuff, then yes, absolutely. Top Gun would be a... The jokes we will get out of doing... It would be almost (laughs) worse. The snarky comments I'd get from people saying, that's not a forgotten flick. Yeah, I got when I When I put it on the... the, As a review, I got that one. That's not a forgotten flick. Well, yeah, it is. Well, not forgotten, but maybe not seen by many of the... People don't remember. They think they remember Top Gun, but they don't. I, I again, I, again, we could go into a fifteen-minute diatribe about how I may yeah, have misnamed yeah. this podcast, but I won't do that. <laughs> okay, so yeah. mm-hmm. moving right along. So Tony Scott, we have established uh, also a mm-hmm. uh, brother of Ridley Scott. Kind of probably well, should yeah. mention that. Uh, yeah. yeah, and this is well, one. Of, 
Yeah, people should know. And uh, this was produced by Joel Silver, who, in my opinion, produced the greatest action movie ever, Die Hard. Boom, done. Uh, okay. Just my Don't opinion. Argue. No argue. No it's argue. A, it's hard to argue it is not, at least in the top three. Can't a good argue. One. Can't argue with you on that, no. Michael Kamen did the music, which he also did the music for Die Hard. And, and was it me? or Okay, first off, I'm going to get this out of the way now. Is this mm-hmm. movie Die Hard 3 or is this movie Die Hard 3? Yes. This movie's Die Hard 3. It could be, yeah. Because yeah, basically. the character of uh, that, that he plays, the mm-hmm. uh, Hollenbeck, Joe Hollenbeck, is straight yep. up John McCain in part the actual Die Hard 3 with a vengeance. Because in Die Hard 3 with a vengeance, when he teams up with Sam Jackson's Zeus character, he is this broken, yeah. alcoholic-y, yeah. just bum of a guy, right? Mm-hmm. Th- yeah. He's this guy. Mm-hmm. He's this guy in this movie. This is 2.5. This is Die Hard 2.5. This is when he cared. Like, this is still kind of kind of the last of him actually caring. Yeah. Did, did you yeah. see Die, A Good Day to Die Hard? Did either of you see that? I did. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Uh, the first time I ever went to the uh, the new seating where they changed the, the seating to make it the couch, mm-hmm. they gave you the – and I might or might not have been snoring. <laughs> as did, I fell did asleep you see it, Peter, did you see it? <laughs> Uh, I wish I wish there was. I don't think so. You know what? I have it don't. Shelf, though, Pret- but, uh, no. Oh, you have it. In your sh- oh no, no. Burn it. No, pretend yeah, it never no, happened. No, no. Pretend it didn't no, happen. Must it be was, a completed. Must watch. Well, later. Bruce Willis was so he didn't care about this movie so much, and he was so bad in it, like just a robot in the movie. That the guy <laughs> that played his son, I thought he was actually a good actor because yes. anyone next to him feels like a good actor and then and then i watched uh terminator genesis and then i'm like no you're just a boring actor did you not like genesis i like the story and i loved arnold schwarzenegger but i thought that the the actor the that guy that John played uh, yeah yeah he just had no charisma i like anything. him better as a bad guy first yes he's I, better as a bad guy and I didn't completely. I, I wasn't thrilled about you know him as Kyle Reese. And not to those of you listening, yes, we will eventually talk about Last Boy Scout. I promise. But <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get but there. I just want to say, I was. I, I went in. I just saw it a couple weeks ago, so I waited mm-hmm. till really late to see it on purpose. Right. So my expectations were pretty low. Not to mention the fact I kind of hated Salvation. So to, for me, it was it's it's a, it was surprisingly <laughs> good. Like I, it was popcorn. It was Arnold was great. I get I, yes. I, Arnold was great. I I didn't the the, the female in it. What's her name? I, I, I'm, oh, Amelia Clark. Isn't that, yeah, yeah, she was she was fine. Jason but, Clark is John Connor. Yeah, yeah, she he was good too. But when it came to Reese, it just was like yeah. he was just like a I'm just a muscular dude that showed up. He probably would have been no, better no as Michael a Terminator. Bean. He's no, no Michael Bean. No, Mm-mm. no Michael. No. Bean. Okay. None of that. Ugh. So back on track. I will. Yeah, I will be. No. I will be good. Good host. Good wrangler. Oh. I will keep us on track. Says the. It's your job. That's yeah, your yeah, job. Well, it, I, yeah. Well. Yeah. I'm a hypocrite. Uh, so, <laughs> since I'm the one that derails us 98 percent of the time. Okay. So we we established. So Joel Silver, producer, mm. prolific producer from the 80s, primary Aletha Weapon movies, all that stuff. Uh, yep. Michael Kamen. So there's a there's a lot of uh, Chelsea Fields who we talked about in Skin Deep. Oh yeah, she's hot. Mm-hmm. Yes. So in our previous episode together, the three of us, we covered Skin Deep. Now let's get this out of the way. Did everybody see this in the theater in its original show? I totally missed it. Didn't even realize that it came out, and then I saw it when it came out on VHS. Okay. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I was in the same uh, the ballpark. As I don't so. remember this. Like I remembered nothing of this movie advertised. Okay, I remember this was definitely in my time period of being. 
somewhat in my full blown phase of my man crush of Bruce Willis because I think Die Hard Two came out in ninety, right? I think so. And I know, remember this way, I believe I even went and saw Hudson Hawk opening weekend, and that was right before this, I believe. Oh, you need to be smacked. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not all that bad. I, I really wanted that one. We, now, that would be a good forgotten flick, Hudson Hawk. Yes. So we'll cover that at some point. And right. We'll take a bullet. <laughs> we'll take one for the team. Yes. So... I was going to say, start talking about Hudson Hawk. I'm going to not do that. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you. So this came out, I believe, right after, because Hudson Hawk, I remember, did financially, it tanked, critically and financially, yeah, yeah. in the in the crapper. Yeah. This came out and did much better for him. Now, it wasn't as big a hit as his other films uh, of comparable uh, quality and status, the diehard films and things like that, but it had done relatively well. So, I don't feel like it was really even average. I thought, I feel like it was one of those movies where it was done and thrown out there in between another blockbuster that he did. I guess it's just kind of weird. It's weird that you guys think that because my perception is I remember when it came out. I remember seeing I saw it at least two to three times at the theater at least. I I totally missed this. And I I love this is my thing. Like I (laughs) this is the movies that I ran to go see in the movies. Yeah. yeah, 91, I think I was sober that year. <laughs> <laughs> you were pulling a Joe Hallen back, were you? Were you? Forgot an entire year? Yeah, basically. Maybe. All oh, those squirrels. Damn it. Sorry about that. <laughs> the things I did to those squirrels, I'd never be forgotten. So, I actually... The ones that survived are still crying. I'm sure... Were, did I, were either of you Laserdisc owners? I know you well, were, Peter. Yeah. Peter, I know it you was, were, because you're, you're evil dead like that. two no. that I covet, yes. Okay, I should have said it that way. Daryl, were you a Laserdisc? I knew Peter was. So. No, I wasn't rich like that. I, I wasn't either. I had actually had somebody give me a 15-year-old or 10-year-old or however old it was at the time from the 80s yeah. Laserdisc I, player, and I gathered them where I could. So. Yeah, my family didn't sell cocaine back then, so we didn't have it. Well, I'm okay. in the South, so it was <laughs> meth. I think I have the. I think I have this one on Laserdisc. I did. I was going to say I, I had about thirty, forty Laserdiscs. This was one I had. I remember having. I had one. a rich relative that we went to their house one summer. I think I went to. Actually, you know what? I think I visited them in Florida, <laughs> and they had a Laserdisc. And my eyes were like, "Wow!" Like I just, I couldn't believe it. Best it's part a about laser. a Laserdisc is when you got to the end of the side, and much like a record, if you had an old player like mine, you actually had to get up. And yeah, no. flip it manually. Flip it. Wow. Yep. <laughs> I think I have to get that on. It's a storage up in the attic. I have to get that one. Yeah. It's good stuff, man. Laser discs. So Yeah, they were heavy as shit. Yes, they were very heavy. Them, they were very two, heavy. Two discs and holy shit, you broke your back. The, big, the, the, the one I had that was the most expensive and the biggest number of discs was Jaws. They had this... I think they only made 10,000 of this particular copy. It was in a box, and it had, I want to say, six to eight discs. And I actually, it was when I, in my youth, when I decided, oh, I'm rich because I have credit cards. <laughs> nice. Oh, you have to pay those back. Oh, crap. Uh, what? So, what? yeah, it was 150 that, bucks. Oh, got into prostitution. Yeah. <laughs> I prostituted myself for laser discs. Cut to scene yeah. where he's in the cage. Uh, get off <laughs> 22 positions you probably should now go into the movie itself the movie proper you, one weird fact i have to put in there taylor negron i never remembered him playing a villain he usually did not other than after. his post his postman character in better off dead was creepy 
but right. not really a villain. Yeah. He plays cre- he usually plays comedic creepy. Mm-hmm. That is his thing. To see yeah. him being just to rewatching this and seeing him being a psychopath killer was just so weird. Yeah, he's pretty good. I don't find him threatening, but yeah, I find him creepy. Yeah, just creepy. There's something, it's just, yeah. something yeah. about him. Well, you know when when he has to utter other utter lines uh, su- such as this one. This once, I would like to hear you scream in pain. Play some rap music. A lot of anti-rap jokes. Well, I think yeah. Joe Joe Hollenbeck is meant oh, yeah. to be this Joe, old. Uh, yeah, he's this he old like school Brent guy. Either. Yeah, he's a, like yeah, he's a get off my lawn. Yeah, get off my lawn type of thing. Oh yeah, he's a, he's a he's a stodgy old bastard. So there's a lot of get off my lawn in this movie. Yeah, a lot of it. So okay, yeah, so let, let's get into it. Synopsis. Okay. Who yes. wants to throw down the synopsis for this one? Sexy Peter, you want to do it? <laughs> okay then. <laughs> if if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna compliment him and tease him and that's how I did it. I knew I knew what to do. Wait wait wait. I'm stroking. <laughs> there you go. Stroke him a squirrel. Oop, beard, I mean. No, uh, let's see. Uh, could we call him down on his luck? Understatement. That, that's a gumshoe is what I'd call him. Yes, he's very yeah, much he's, old uh, school detective. Yeah. <laughs> Former Secret uh, Service agent who actually th- took a couple of bullets for uh, Jimmy Carter. Mr. President. The creepiest looking Jimmy Carter look yeah. like in history. Wasn't he? I thought it was a mask. Oh, man. That smiles. And again, put green hair on him, little white face. That's the Joker. Well, if yes. you know that guy, that, you know what he looked like? He was yeah. a living incarnation of if Mad Magazine ever did a Jimmy Carter caricature. Yeah. It would be that guy. I keep thinking that Roddy Roddy Piper was somewhere in the back with shades on saying, you should shoot that guy. He's <laughs> not really the president, <laughs> he's one of them. Nope. Yeah, and if, if he looked like that, I don't think it would have taken a couple of bullets for him. But he <laughs> don't even need the shades either. He just knew. <laughs> <laughs> no, so he did, but but then kind of things kind of got well. It went downhill from there. No, wait, he met the the congressman. Well, downhill we'll in, the, in the movie or downhill in his life? <laughs> no, no, in, in the okay. movie. It started out down. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he he's now working as a well, kind of a detective who. Uh, Sleeps in his car. Well, he lost his job because, like you said, he took a bullet for the president, but he lost yeah. his job. That was because of the uh, the congressman. He the senator. Kind of was he a congressman or a senator? I think he was a. Oh, was, was he a senator? Yeah, yeah maybe. I was. Or yeah. did he become a congressman when Hallenbeck bitch slapped him? Right, for torturing yeah. a prostitute, probably. Yeah, she, he was beating up on a prostitute, and Hallenbeck came in and Just, knocked four of his teeth out. That was great. I love that. Yeah, that was a. That He's good at things. It was like he he the punch was like he double punched it. Like he just went into it. He put his whole body into that head. It was so great. <laughs> yeah. It was great. He 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 went down to the floor and just all the way up and all the body weight. Yeah. That was fantastic. So, that was yeah, then he lost his job and now he's working as kind of a detective solving mm. small crimes here and there. He's also a mutant because he can take a lot of uh hits. Yeah. A lot of abuse. Yes, yeah. he's not. He he's no not pain. a regular. Human. Well, when you when no when you when you used to be a New York police detective who mm-hmm. was in the Nakatomi Tower yeah. fighting terrorists, and then you had Walking to change your had to change your name from John McClane to Joe Hollenbeck yeah. to hide your identity yeah. and protect your family. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking uh, he has a, just a general resilience and ability to take said hits. 
Yeah, and he walked on glass, too. Yeah. Yeah. His wife was better looking at this one. Hey. Kind of, yeah. You guys, you guys hating on Bonnie Bedelia? I do like her. I know. No, I, I, I don't know. Like but Chelsea Fields, come on. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of Chelsea yeah. Fields and, and the other supporting cast members, some other people that jump out right off the bat, uh, Danielle Harris, of course, Halloween four and five and the re- and the, uh, the, the, yeah, the, the remakes that I shall not speak their name. She mm-hmm. was so she did a scene in it with that was so weird when they're running and getting shot at where she looked and laughed. In this movie? You remember that in the movie? In this movie? Yeah, towards the end, there's a scene where she's like, are you, when uh, I think Damon Wayne's character was like, are you trying to get us killed? And she started, she laughed. Oh, yeah, she did. I think it was think, bad yeah. editing. I think it was like totally bad editing. Was it like, that, wait, 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 were they in the car when he was, when she got in the car with him and wouldn't leave and then he pulls away and she laughed? This was no, after was that. Later. Yeah. This is later when they're that. actually shooting at them. Yeah, you're right. They must have been something they just didn't they decided it to keep the shot. It was so weird. I sat there going, "What? Did she just laugh? Like <laughs> she just gave a demented like, you know when a character gets taken over by a demon- de- demonic force or something and they're they're not in character anymore? It felt like that. Well, based yeah. on what was it? Harry Tom or whatever. Yeah, furry Tom. Furry Tom, sorry, Harry Tom, furry Tom. Tom. Whatever. Yeah, that's a creepy looking puppet. That is. Yeah, that was creepy. I love that part. She did have some facial expressions that were pretty, pretty creepy as a kid. Well, and of course, she she has one of the the scenes that I'd I'd not forgotten. It's this is one of those movies that as I watch it, everything Mm -hmm. is just pop, pop coming back because I saw it so many times. But this particular little exchange between her and uh, Darian is the character that Daniel Harris plays, but Jimmy, the character played by Damon Wayans, they have this little exchange. Jimmy. That was that number in the back of your head. Was that like a license plate in case somebody tries to steal it? No. It's a football thing. It's my high school number. When you graduate. (laughs) You want to be left alone, don't you? I love that part. I just love that he's trying so hard to be nice to her. This oh, first wow, time they yeah. meet, yeah. it's just straight out. What the hell is that did number it, in the back of your head? Did the yeah. dialogue feel like it felt, this felt so old school. Like there were like certain it's lines scary. that they would say mm-hmm. that just felt so like it's, it was Shakespearean in terms of the, the old uh, detective. It had a Chandler, like a Chandler-esque, yes. Chandler sort of vibe a little bit with lo- yes. a lot more in it <laughs> yes yeah. yeah but it's like uh, it's kind of like comfort food it I mean, was for me yeah yeah because he kind of but how about this little exchange between jimmy and joe say no game flash real guns real bullets it's dangerous dangerous my middle name mine's cornelius Tell anybody I kill you. You ever watch Soul Train? <laughs> Start tomorrow. And I believe this movie also has 106 f bombs. Is what someone calculated. Oh my god! Yeah, I think so, yeah. This movie and just how po- politically incorrect this this would not fly if if, if, if they did this now. No. You don't think so? Huh. Not some of the stuff they said. They would cut it out. Yes, they yes, 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 yes. No doubt. No doubt. Although the Deadpool movie might be push it. Might push it. <laughs> it's going to try. 
Yeah, it's going to try. I hope yeah. it does. I love it. I oh, my wait. God. That trailer was awesome. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> the so yeah, the, the, the other we, – we mentioned Chelsea Fields, Daniel Harris, Taylor Negron is the villain, one of the villains. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick Dukeman, did you guys catch him? The comedian. He actually passed away recently. He was in The Burbs uh, and a lot of other stuff. He was the one when the car goes into the pool. Oh, right. Yes. Mm-hmm. The bullet in the brain. A lot of bullet in the brain. A lot of – Yes. Bullet. This movie was – I forgot how gory it was. Oh, and and, and I realize we're – let's see. Uh, 25 minutes in. Spoiler alert. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> if you're new to the show, Oof, yeah. A, sorry. <laughs> I'm assuming you've maybe listened we, this maybe long. Maybe we should just start over. Yeah. Uh, he, wakes <laughs> up in, he wakes up in his car. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where, three, where he's – He meaning uh, Joe Hollenbeck drunk. or Rick, Rick Dukeman? Yeah. No, 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 no. Just <laughs> – Joe Hollenbeck. Okay. Drunk, basically, I think. Yes. Drunk and stupor. And these three guys, three young boys, decides to throw in a a dead squirrel, put it on his chest, Uh and then then he pulls a gun on them, and they run away. They scream. That one can scream. That one can scream. He never moves. And until oh. they they finally the third time they're like I could I could yeah, steal because of course the black kid I could steal his wallet. <laughs> that's the that's only point. <laughs> of course, wallet, of course yeah. it had to be the black kid. It got to be the black kid. <laughs> I got, we could steal his wallet, right? Uh, as soon as he touches the his arm, he yeah. pulls a gun on him and grabs. Oh, it shoves like a nine under his head. Yeah, it puts it to his head. Like it was so it was so hilarious. What was the line that he says? When he get, when he answers the the he gets the phone call he goes either yeah I think I beep, 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 squirrel to death I don't remember <laughs> yes that's what I'm... <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah, like, what are you doing to... right now <laughs> if you had a rough night what yeah. did you do yeah oh that was classic his his friend Mike yes Mike uh, who gets him the job gets him the job that sets everything in motion to... another yes. classic uh, actor who's been in this a lot yeah, what I I'm think I don't yeah, think well, that's right, Bruce McGill. Yeah, because whenever I see his name, and I'm forever, whatever reason, Everett McGill. I always, I, I don't think they're related. Everett McGill was the man in People Under the Stairs. So I saw Bruce McGill's name. I'm like, oh, I don't remember the guy from People Under the Stairs being in this. And then once the movie started playing, I'm like, oh wait, yeah, that's right, that's Bruce McGill. Now, wasn't he in Into the Night? Didn't he have like a smaller part in uh, Into the yeah. Night? Okay. Yeah. He did it in Cliffhanger too, and uh, better and, uh, boy, I swear. Yeah, that guy's been. A, yeah. He's one of those guy who was in that thing. My yeah. cousin Vinny. He was in my cousin Vinny. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That yeah. He was like, the, was he a sheriff or something? Yeah, I think so. Okay, he was a cop and, uh, or some sort. Okay. Yeah. So he, so he's, yeah, he's, he's he he sets this whole thing in motion with trying to get. Joe to take this job that he he just says oh there's this girl she's a stripper he has she yeah. she what is uh, three fingers on his yeah, three he, fingers he, yeah, on his on finger his, scale yeah 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 we'll let Ooh. people watch the movie to figure out what that means and then mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and but and the, the, he just needs Joe to watch her to to just kind of keep track of her so she's got some guy hassling or whatever uh, yeah Joe goes home. Joe goes home. Now he was supposed <laughs> to be in Vegas all this time and he still, yeah he didn't even want to come home. That's how bad things are at home. Yes. Now, well, here's the thing. Now, just to make sure we're clear on this, Mike, his best friend, had called him, called Joe at Joe's office. That's where Joe happened to be. Joe picks up the phone as it goes to voicemail. So his friend Mike now knows Joe is in town. Right. Okay. Because so Joe goes home and Mike Mm -hmm. apparently isn't that smart. 
no. Uh, no. He thought he had more time. He thought he had more time. Because as it turns out, as Joe goes home, he begins to suspect – How much time does he need, actually? I don't know because you take a shower at home when you're cheating. <laughs> well, he technically he wasn't cheating. No, that's what I'm saying. You're at a, 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 a woman's house who you, you're cheating with. Her, she lives there with her husband. You don't stay to take a shower. <laughs> you leave right away. When okay. you're done, you leave. You but, don't go to sleep. <laughs> well, I don't, think he went to, well, I don't get the impression happened. he went to sleep. Well, he might have took a nap. Listen, look how big he was. He took a nap. At some point. He <laughs> I, and I say that as a, as a fellow man who would have to take a nap at that at my age right now. If I did that, I'd still have And he was nap. older than you. Yeah, I'd have to take a nap. Yeah, and it's, and it's early in the morning, so he, yeah. uh, he might have a... Yeah. Uh, That's true. I mean, good look oh, at yeah. it. They You're say taking a nap. Mm-hmm. He was there all night. He took a nap. Yeah. True. Yeah. So Joe shows up. He and his wife have their back and forth. He says some untoward things about his daughter's excessive use of makeup. <laughs> She's what, 12, 13, 13 years old? Oh, oh he said yeah. some things? Yeah, he, he says, said more than some things. Yeah. What, what, did, he, what did he say exactly, Daryl? I uh, called her a, a raccoon. She looked like a raccoon. Yes, he said. Yep. She, and also basically was kind of implying that she 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 looks like a slut in her school. His own daughter, yeah. who's thirteen. His daughter. That's what he's talking about. His daughter. Yeah. Like they, they make a, they do a great job of showing just how he he hates himself so much. Like the, just the beginning thing when he his uh, his ritual. I mean, I've done this ritual before. This mantra. I, do you have a, you have a mantra, Daryl? Like him? Yeah, I have a I have a mantra that you you're supposed to do when you when you get up, and it. Uh, let me see if I remember the mantra because I, I say it every time. Mm-hmm. I look in the mirror and yeah. I go. Nobody likes you. Everybody hates you. You're gonna lose. Smile, you. Fuck. <laughs> say it every day. In the morning, yeah. I say it every- <laughs> that's how I get through. That's how I get through. The so day. it's more of an anti mantra. Yeah, it's <laughs> an anti mantra. An anti mantra. Okay. So, so, so basically, what, so what you're saying is, uh, you live by Joel Hollenbeck. Yes. Basically, yeah. yeah. Well, this is my life story. Just minus, I wasn't a detective, but I did do security. So I did wake up in my car a couple of times hmm? during my marriage. Dead, I mean, dead squirrels involved? Well, there might have been one or two or three. I mean, I was drinking. I didn't, I don't remember. You're in a stressful relationship. You need to get, get by somehow. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. So... <laughs> Hollenbeck. Marriage counselor, marriage counselor to the, the squirrels. <laughs> to the squirrels. <laughs> so so Hollenbeck is at home and he has this back and forth with his wife. Obviously, they are very close, very uh, tight. Then then he sees that the toilet seat is up. Yeah. And Somet- he's a good detective. Yeah, sometimes you forget I'm a detective. <laughs> and so he yeah. determines that the guy has because he checks into the bed. Here you go. And I love that he calls her bluff. He does, who's the guy in the closet? You know yeah. what, Joe? You know what, Joe? And yeah, she goes all defensive. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. And he goes, I'll tell you what. I'm going to count to three. And I, this is the way he does it. He goes, and you either be honest with me or I'm, I'm going to put a bullet through that closet door. <laughs> and he pulls the gun out. Click, click. Joe, you're really lost at this time. You know that? You're really quick. And then one, two. Yeah. And then, boop, there's Mike. Uh, yep. uh Oh, he's so dripping wet. <laughs> yeah, so his best friend is uh, diddling his wife. Yes. Yeah. Oh, what the, oh, wait, wait, wait. He says it's a mistake. He says, "What did you just trip and?" <laughs> yeah, you slipped. You, you, my wife. You slipped. Yeah. Put your dick in my wife. And I will say, I like the mo- what I liked about that 
scene and I forgot it until I was watching that how he doesn't put the gun away. And they, no. they let it go. Uh, no. it's, a, it's like they don't just have him, okay, all right, you know what, fine, whatever, you want this bomb, blah, blah. There's this tension that holds over. Like, yeah. you're kind of wondering, this guy might just take everybody out right now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I oh, could yeah. see this movie ending right here. <laughs> just, boom. Murder, <laughs> oh, suicide, yeah. d- double murder, suicide, done. And they end up, his friend, he walks his friend to his, <laughs> his friend outside. Well, he shoots, uh, it's an important point, he shoots his wedding album. His oh, that's to, right. He does. Yeah, yeah, he lifts the gun up, and he does. Yeah, he goes out of his way to, to shoot the wedding photo, mm-hmm. and then they go outside, and he's like walking his friend to his car. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. it's actually somewhat cordial. They're you know, hey, I'm really like sorry. they're fine. Yeah, they're, they, cool. and, yeah. And, and typical quote unquote guy fashion. Mm-hmm. They're standing there near Hollenbeck's car, and he looks at his friend. He goes, "Head of the gut." I love the guy doesn't even head. He goes, "Gut." <laughs> Because he knows he should know already yeah. that this is what he has to deal with. Yeah, and so Hollenbeck and he knows it, he knows it's gonna hurt. Yeah, yes, it's gonna hurt. So Hollenbeck <laughs> slugs him, and then this guy Mike goes to his car, and mm-hmm. uh, I think he also had reaffirmed, "Hey, this case, you if you still want to take it, it's no big deal." Blah blah blah. Gets he was surprised to, too. Yeah, I think he was. Oh, you still want the job? Hey, five hundred bucks. Five bucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just no pride, no sense of self-worth. None. No. <laughs> None. And so Mike goes to his car and kablooey! Yeah. No more car and no more Mike. Now, I did find it interesting. She runs out, and the first thing she says is, Joe! Yeah. Yep, they, just, do, they do a great job of, they want to emphasize that she really, I mean, she messed up. She yes. effed up yeah. royally. Yeah. I mean, that's a big but thing. After but after dealing with him for about 10 minutes in the movie, you kind of – You don't really blame yeah. her. This is one of those movies where you don't blame her for being the way she is or his no. kid for being the way she is. No, they all messed up. Like they all – because he's just so self-loathing mm-hmm. to the point where you can't have any joy around he, this guy. He actually epitomizes that concept that you truly cannot love anyone until you love yourself because he hates himself so much. That is the theme, though. Yeah. I mean, that is the constant theme yes. throughout this movie without it being, you know, spelled out all the time. But it <laughs> it is the damn constant theme of this movie, which is it's wrapped in a in a thing of just uh bullet holes, prostitutes, strippers, profanity, yeah. profanity like uh, unkind words for people. Like it's all wrapped up in that, but all underneath it all it's like you should Family love drama. yourself. Like it, it has that. Which is so funny in this in this film, though, because uh, you would never think that. Well, I, I want to get to speaking of strippers. Mm-hmm. We get to where he goes for the yeah. job, right? <laughs> he, they, they, I kind of love. We're more than a half half an hour into this, and we basically touched the, the first couple of minutes of the movie. Oh yeah, we really only show, told you like the first six minutes. So they yeah. they end up at the they go to he goes to the job now. Of course, after Mike dies, the cops show up, and he and his wife have another back and forth where she pretty much just wants him to stop being so damn apathetic and say just cuss her out and be done if with you her. Hate me, say you hate me, say something. Yeah, just, just, yeah just, something. Just show emotion. Yeah, show something. that you care. Yeah. And, and, and what, what, do you, what did she say? Show, show you have some pride left. He goes, uh, um, you know, I'll try. Uh, what did he say? It. I'm, I'm fresh out, honey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I felt lonely. Get a dog. Yeah, get a dog. Yeah, buy a dog. Yeah, buy a dog. <laughs> I felt lonely, Joe. You were never there. Buy a dog. Buy a dog. That's a look she gives him. Uh, he sees the. Does cynical quite? Do you think that's like the one word? Like, if you had to find one word to describe Joe Hollenbeck, cynic. Well, if you if you wrote it in 
big, big letters like the Hollywood sign, mm-hmm. that might cover it because <laughs> he is – if you if you look at the word cynical in a, in a dictionary, I think you'll see his face mm-hmm. basically. Pretty sure. And, no and words, he, just his face. It's true. And the endearing – little endearing things that happen is when he starts a fight with somebody and gets them to totally curse him out under his breath, he'll repeat – how worthless he is like he'll he'll repeat what <laughs> yeah, they say yeah yeah you're right i am a piece of crap it's yeah. like i like that regret like i why did i say that i don't even know why i said that yeah. like he, he he always had that look in his eye and like he's I very honest that. like he's very honest like when somebody totally. hits him he yeah. goes if you hit me again i'll kill you and he always does yeah yes well he's a superhero he really I'm, is yeah, yeah basically his yeah. arm yeah. strength yeah. is impossible like he can <laughs> he can cap capture yeah. up Fist. He can he can break arms just by holding. No, he doesn't on just capture it. a fist, dude. He captures a fist of an NFL quarterback, exactly, and his throwing arm, which is connected to that fist, one handed he, while he's drinking. Yeah, yeah. I spilled my, I spilled my drink. So, a cup of piss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he goes to this, the strip club to find the client. Now, as it turns out, there was a couple people right off the bat. I noticed Eddie Griffin. I'm saying, I and know. he was a punk in there. Brother. He was yeah. a punk. Did anybody see Undercover Brother, or am I the only one? I did. More I, than once. I kind of I love that movie. Yeah, it's yeah. The it end was. when Neil Patrick Harris just completely loses his mind. I thought I was going to wet my <laughs> pants. So, oh, he's in. Uh, have you seen the Deuce Bigelow uh, Ma- movies? Male Gigolo, yeah, oh, that's right. Course. Yeah, yeah. Eddie Griffin. Have you seen the second one where the cat kind of did not? I saw the first one, but I didn't the second one. I, I didn't make you it. Did see the second one where uh, he kind of where there's a cat who really, really goes after his balls. That is <laughs> a good scene. <laughs> and we're keeping not it classy. Anything we're more. keeping it classy here. That's what we between do. the squirrel love <laughs> and the clawed yeah. balls. We are keeping. <laughs> 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 That's what Forgotten Flicks is. It's classy. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, so. But, but but even more important, no offense, Mr. Griffin, than Mr. Griffin is who it turns out is Joe's client. And in her first big screen movie. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Dude, I don't even I feel like it's almost like should we even speak of her name? Are we worthy? Uh, <laughs> we'll just call, let's call her Jinx. Well, here, here, okay. How about how about this? By the way, this movie prescient i'm gonna play this clip ready this movie is predicting the future if i were a cat i'd purr that that hurt now if you mix that with <laughs> uh one is not like the other with the if you had mixed both of those together mm-hmm. i think i'd have to leave the podcast for a little while if one, what do you mean? One is not like it, the, the, the 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 one. You know the one. You know the line from "I Can't Buy Me Love." You oh, know, that's right. If you put those together in a row, I I, I, I believe Daryl would have to. Well, I, <laughs> you would hear some noise. We might and I'd have to. Yeah, go. I'd have to real yeah. awkward sounding noises from <laughs> yeah. two continents, and then <laughs> well, well, of course, we are speaking of Miss Hollyberry, Halleberry. Oh yes, yes, yeah. and. I, I really hope somebody's brushing their teeth, or I swear to God. So, yeah. I'll let you just put it this way. She ain't ugly. And no. and she is a uh, an exotic, an exotique dancer. And and she, Karen, uh, and, and, and uh, her boyfriend, uh, they kiss very, very realistically. That really was a very real kiss. Yeah. 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 
I'm thinking Damon Wayans was okay with it. I'm thinking I'm thinking he was too. It was all about the acting though. And yeah. Totally. I don't think he reminded her of lying on his lap either later yeah. on when now, he no. do you think now question question, do you think it was a body double used for her in the go go cage? Well, she doesn't really show much in it, does no. she? Not really. It's just the the, the pasties. Well, I'm just this saying. is early on. I don't know if they would. Yeah. If she could command them to, you know, not command them. Nah. Like <laughs> because that's what. Yeah. I mean, you basically have to tell them. I don't want to show myself. I mean, I don't know. If she I could. want to play a stripper and not show my goods. That's basically what I'm saying. I, listen, I'm playing a stripper. I'm showing all my goods. <laughs> I'm dreaming of when that movie is released. Soundbite City. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, hey, I just found the last clip for the only show. Only if you purr. <laughs> yeah, only if you purr. So yeah, as soon as she said that, I was like, that's right, she was Catwoman. We all tried to forget. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so yes, Holly Berry is also, it turns out, not only the client, she is Jimmy. Why is, what's his last name? I'm completely brain farting. What is a Damon? Jimmy Hallenbeck. What? Jimmy, Jimmy, oh, Jimmy Dix, I mean. Because I always did Hollenbeck sounds so much like a football name. It does. Yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah. And we have established that Jimmy Dix uh, was, in fact, was an, a, an all-pro NFL quarterback, up-and-coming superstar, had a problem with both the with – the, with the ponies. Uh, a little bit. And with the pharmaceuticals. A little bit. So we have established he definitely has his issues, okay? Anyway, so he's at the bar, doesn't understand who this bum Hollenbeck is, why he needs to be with his, you know, helping his girl. He can protect his girl. They have their their first exchange, of course, is very tense, and oh, yeah. they don't like each other. Not at all. And I believe that's the first time that Hollenbeck makes fun of the type of music, right? What did he say, I hate this funk shit? Yeah. Was <laughs> yeah. And then I'm almost offended by that. Yeah, man, you couldn't protect a cup of warm piss. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because when he spilled the drink, he goes, I spilled my mm. warm piss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also always loved the way Wayans it takes like kind of chews on his ice for a second, uh-huh. then spits it back in his hand and then the way he flips it at him. I always <laughs> loved it. I wonder yeah. if he just uh thought of that on the fly. That does, it's it. that's what it is. It seems improvised. It seems yeah, very it like does. in the moment. Yeah. yeah it seems real. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just the way he flings it, like, and the way Willis just kind of looks yeah. down and <laughs> yeah, just, he just kind of looks at him. Yeah, like, whatever. What? I don't even care. No, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> basically, <laughs> apathetic. No, no, cynical doesn't cover it. Apathetic. <laughs> he is the most yeah. apathetic human being. Although I guess not really because he's there, right? He's doing the job. Yeah, he is doing the job, yeah, and he does at least motivates him. He's good at the job. If, if yeah. the idiots did had let him do the job, that's he true. Would, he would have done it. Yeah, but. At this point, he th- just thinks it's a it's a it's a shit job. Yes, right. But he's babysitting. So, yeah. so, uh, so as it carries on, what ends up happening is uh, let's just cut to the chase. Literally, she gets murdered. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, after it, we brutally, heard, brutally after, murdered, brutally in the street. Yeah. After we hear hear some uh, big mama jokes, basically, well, oh, big oh, white that, joke. Oh, this, that, you couldn't get no dirty in this. Bruce Willis nope. goes outside and he goes to smoke a cigarette. He runs out of cigarettes and he actually takes a cigarette off the floor that somebody has. What's, what's, what's his line? What does he say? He said, mumbles one of your like what you're saying. One of those moments to himself yeah, about yeah, I am a, I am a low life or something. Yes, like that. Yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets a, a cigarette that's half lit, laying on the ground. Who knows whose mouth it came out of? And he picks it up to smoke it. Yeah, and then he gets knocked out. Yep, cold. Yep. How do we totally forget to mention that Billy Blanks? Opening. Oh, what the hell is wrong with us? 
I feel like we're on our game. Like, there's almost like so much to talk about with this movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, so let's go back from the beginning. Yeah. Football game. Yes. <laughs> yeah, pretty, that's what, this is like it's like memento. Like, we just keep going back. Yeah. Billy, can, Bl- uh, we can't really get so... any more back. Yeah, Billy Blanks. At, uh, Billy Blanks at, of all people. And, yeah. and, and I have to say, that football game, couldn't they afford more lights? I know. Yeah, it's like, it almost looks like it's in the middle of the night yeah. <laughs> in a, th- a thunderstorm. It felt like yeah, they turned all the lights off. Yes. And long story short, Billy Blanks is the star running back, and he ends up uh, doing what I'm going to just throw out there may have been in an illegal forward pass. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and would he even have been allowed to carry a gun onto the field? <laughs> that, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, because where no. did he put the gun? Like, those yeah. pants are not exactly the uniform. No, they're not ex- pretty not- tight. Yeah, they're pretty tight. Like You, you could have found just- I think he had it up under his pads. It was it was just kind of a smaller gun, too. It wasn't very big. Yeah, okay, so it's not like when he was running out there say, hey, does he have, what happened to his package? Does he have right. two? <laughs> he's he's uh, in, involved in something. So they say they have to make. A score. They have to win the game, or else. Yeah, that was the call he got. He had to win the game, yeah, or else his his life is over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he pops some pills, and then he's out on the field. And Just the way he snapped though was like, what? Like, yeah. I remember when I first saw this movie. That I was excited. That's when I knew how demented I was. I was like, wow, this is great. <laughs> like I've never seen anything crazy like this. this Let's awesome. do that when we play Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah. sorry, did I say that out loud? I'm with you. I'd cheer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although, did you guys yeah. catch later on the crack about Tampa Bay? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now I got to go down and beat. I got to watch the watch my favorite LA team beat the hell out of Tampa Bay. And of course, <laughs> keeping in mind, in '91 was just a little bit before they got on their run there under Dungey and mm-hmm. when they're w- winning their subsequent Super Bowl. He wanted to point out. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey. Hey. Whatever. Mm. Back to the movie. Yes. Lovey Smith's going to take us to the promised land. Okay. So. <laughs> but what, what, what did Billy Blake say at the end when he, before he killed him? Oh, yeah. That, yeah that sets the whole, you know what? That's the theme of this movie. To get, if, if you're a person who does not like dark, depressing movies, I would advise you not watching this movie because tell them, what is the, one of the first truly spoken lines? Didn't he say, ain't life a bitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blam! Yeah. And he shot yeah. himself in the head. Yeah, because he's running, and he's uh, kind of uh, tucking the ball away, and he's running, and he's pushing them, and tackling, and then mm-hmm. he pulls the gun and starts shooting the opponent. Shooting people in the head. He was yeah. shooting people in the chest. I mean, this this movie was really violent. Oh, <clears> man. Yeah. I believe one of the things I read about it referred to it, they they fetish they fetish. Fetish size, fetishized, fetish, t- <laughs> Fet- yeah. yeah, whatever. It made it into a yep. fetish because it, it, it was brutal. I mean, <laughs> brutal even yeah. now. The even stand- by today, exactly. Yeah. That's the what I standard. Yeah. It was that brutal. It was it pretty was brutal. brutal. Yeah. So uh, back forward, back to because interesting side note. To, I didn't think anything really came about as a result. I mean, other than them mentioning it a little bit, the player shooting himself. That didn't really. Yeah, they come never in. found a connection there. No. So. She dies, is gunned down. That re- that really pushes Jimmy Dix and Joe Hollenbeck together to this reluctant, odd couple, you know, buddy. Back, oh, back there. Okay. Now we're jumping back ahead. Yes, 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 yes. So I'm with you. Okay. So, so ultimately. She's brutal gun down. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's not just shot one. She's machine gun. Yeah. Basically. Right. Yeah. 
and he comes a running with the gun. Like, well, oh, well Bruce Willis saves yeah. himself. Yeah, double <clears throat> double fist in it, boy. Blam, blam, in slow motion. He, Bruce Willis has the he has this mutant power that he can by telling jokes he can keep people that want to kill him from killing him right away. Oh yeah, because we didn't really yeah. go into that. That Alley Thug is his yeah, name. Alley Thug is what. He, yeah, that's what they're saying. Did they really? Is that really what they have it under? He was. He had more lines than the other guys did. They're probably just like machine gun thugs or. or Maybe something. that that might be. Alley Thug. What did you say, Peter? You broke up a little bit there. I said that 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 might be his name. Too. What's your name, sir? Thug, Mister Thug, Alley <laughs> Thug, Alley. Yeah, Alley. The name. No, but he, he's he's holding a gun to uh, Mr. Hallenbeck's, uh, well, base of his neck, basically. Yeah, he's got him down and on then, his knees. Well, he asked him too. He yeah. says, uh, "You want you want it in the chest, or you yeah. want it in the head?" Yeah, that's and what your wife said. Right. That's what your wife said. Yeah. And then he's like, "Hey, would you stop with the wife shit?" And you're thinking yeah. he's mad, but at the same time, he goes, he, he says another, and he says, "Ask me how fat your wife. You, ask me how fat she is." And you're thinking yeah, to himself, himself. You, you can shoot him. Like, you could just pull yeah. the trigger and the jokes will stop, right? You know that, right? I mean, just, when you he die, can't you can't himself. tell jokes anymore. You know this. And he goes, how fat is she? Yeah, I love the way, yeah. it's the way he says it. He's got, like, this grin on his face. Yes. How fat is Yeah, because he, he, he kind of knows. <laughs> and then if you rolled her in flour, <laughs> I had to roll her in flour to find the wet spot. Yeah. You and then the guy starts slap. laughing. Yeah. He says you have to slap her thigh and ride, <laughs> ride, wave it. I actually heard both of those, I think, in middle school. Yeah, I, saw, yeah. I heard that one before. And then, yeah. then Hollenbeck pulls up a, a bottle. Was it a bottle? A broken bottle? Yeah, it was yeah. a broken bottle, yeah. Stabbed him right in the neck. <laughs> oh, then, it's not, and again, not a typical what? action movie where he's just going to lay there and he's actually suffering. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he shoves it into his throat, slashes the throat, basically, and then totally. it's uh, that's what I, I thought. Holy, <laughs> this is Real. more brutal than I remember. Yes, yeah, it really is. And Took's boat and, and takes his gun and the other guy's gun, yeah. and and Danny gets heroic and runs in slow motion, and he's not in time. Yeah, he's not. But he and Jimmy join forces, and together they essentially have to discover that this guy names it. What's his name? Mor- Morricone, the though the, the, Morricone, the, yeah. Is yeah. Morricone? yeah, that that he he is played by Noble Willingham, right? Mar- right. It's Mar- a Marcone, yeah. Marcone, right? Marcone, Marcone, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Marcone, oh, as his daughter, as Daniel Harris, uh, Darian Hallenbeck calls him later on. Did you just call him a dumb redneck? Was that- yes, she yeah. did. And I'm sure he was not meant to be a stand-in for any other owners of any other major NFL franchises. Uh, right. Dallas. <clears throat> mm-hmm. No, that was not intended at all. Because he uh, is sort of the big bad of, of the movie. Uh, Taylor, totally evil. To, yeah, uh, kind, of, kind of leering a little bit at that uh, at, uh, Daniel Harris. Is kind of, he's almost implying that, come here, almost like, I'll take care of you. Who know you Willingham? Know? See, I took it as more yeah. of a grandfatherly thing. When Taylor Negron... As Milo, well, yeah, well, that it, was uh, yeah. creepy. Well, they all gave me the creepy vibes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Stranger danger. Yep. Yeah. A lot of stranger danger with them. Yeah. <laughs> no, but Noble Willingham, he's, does, he's great in this one. 
He's he does he's a great villain. Now he play yeah. he could play a, a great great villain all the time. Mm-hmm. Like he, he he can he knows when he delivers some lines, you hate him automa- You just automatically hate him. Mm-hmm. He just, yeah, he calls he calls everyone son. Yes, come on, son. Which, yeah, which Joe Hallenbeck does like. I'm not your son. Oh, he was mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we have to we have to mention the pool scene where when they're first taking him, mm-hmm. Joe Hallenbeck. He's sitting there and. Uh, 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 what did they call? It's Pablo is one of them, and the other one Chet. is Chet. Oh, well, we're, yeah. jumping. we're jumping though. We're jumping the gun. Oh, you have uh-huh. You guys, something you want to talk about before that, Daryl? Uh, well, 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 him and Jimmy. Well, the drug thing. We got to mention that. Um, uh, yeah. At the house, he he finds the uh, he looks for stuff. They're trying to find evidence of why they yeah. wanted her dead, Corey dead, and he uh, Jimmy finds the the stuff. He mm-hmm. knows where it is. He finds the drugs and he finds the evidence that she had. And then they're in the car and they ha- it's their tape. And that's how we know the lead, the, 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 the ties between uh, oh, yeah, the, and the senator. Senator Baynard, yes. Right. And we yeah. get the and we also get the information that Corey was a prostitute on the side, not just. Well, see, did, did, wait, now hold on. Did they say that, or did they yes. just, or they were just implying? I, I took it more of like a sugar With rich daddy man. Thing. No, no she, Marcone she basically says it. Said that she, she was uh, a pro, she wasn't a. When I say prostitute, I'm not talking about a uh, prostitute who just walks out on the street and so maybe like a high end no. escort type. She was rich. a high end escort that would. Um, because remember when Jim, when 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 uh, Joe says something to him and then Jimmy replies, "But she loved me though." I got like you. her yeah. thing was celebrity uh, rich guy. Well, I was I was but really quick felt, on that one. <laughs> but the implication was when when they hooked up, they kind of stayed. He kind of stayed with her. Like they uh, they kind of formed a relationship. It wasn't just a escort John type of thing. Well, also, you know what else we learned with that whole thing with the evidence. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, eats the tape. Damn yes. it! You, you think he would have mentioned that? Like, hey, I'm going to put this yeah. in, but just so you know, <laughs> don't touch it because my tape player, like everything That's else in my life, is there. totally wonky. Mm-hmm. And or, yeah, or take the damn thing and and just like don't t- nobody touches this. I know how to do it. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's tricky. Yeah. Well, and more to the by point, car. in in '91, right? Tapes were still. Mm-hmm prevalent and yes. and you could have probably very easily found another tape player i'm just gonna put yeah. it out there yeah you could have yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably in her apartment actually you could have just yeah. went home but then again you wouldn't have had fast forward to tape right and then they wouldn't have cursed each other out again and you wouldn't have had the whole part of the c4 and uh, but anyway it was a good scene it too. was it was so so we have said uh do, do you want to mention the pool thing was that the well, yes, because that's where you again see his superpower. Yes. Now, actually, that is a legitimate. No, that's not really a superpower as much as that's a legitimate no, way know. to kill somebody. I know. Well, yeah, but it's oh, wait, hold on. It's a legitimate way to kill somebody. <laughs> you know, as opposed to <laughs> well, an illegitimate way. Uh, but to be uh, hit like this is remember this is the what third or fourth time he's been hit in that same spot yeah. in the back of his neck. Now I know from experience of being hit in the back of the neck hard with something. Yeah, that well, hurts, hurts like hell. Yeah, yeah. I've never, oh, been, I've never been hit in the back of net, back of the neck, and I hope never to be. That is a pain that is blinding. I believe it. Yeah, well, to be fair, it it hurts you when you get hit in the well, face. Too, also, so. it's a pro- well, true. I, I would also say I, I would imagine <laughs> that area being that it's somewhat close to the yeah. cluster where you're spinning. Your, yeah, and he yes. hit him with the butt of the gun, oh. which is not. Oh even, yeah, that too. Yeah, it's even worse. Crack his vertebrae. Yeah. 
Yeah, but the, what is it, Chet? He comes in and, uh, and he asks, he, he smokes a shitload of cigarettes in this movie, Joe. They all do. They yeah. All and he asks for a cigarette and he says, yeah, sure. And so he's like, can I have a light? And that's when he, he kind of smiles, Chet, and he hits, uh-huh. uh, he, he really, on the side of his, uh, on his chin. And then, oh, I, I, yeah, and he laughs. And then, uh, Joe Hallenbeck says, uh, I seem to have dropped my cigarette. Can I have another one? Mm-hmm. And says, if you touch me again, I'll kill you. And then he says, I, I need a light. And of course, he gets hit again. And this is the and, guy uh, from, uh, I just want to throw in, this is the guy that played uh, Tig from uh, Son yeah. of Anarchy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, Joe Hallenbeck hits back. <laughs> and uh, with once. one punch, kills him. <laughs> yes. One. And the look on the other oh, guy's Pablo's face, Pablo, face is like, awesome. You, you, you killed him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I warned him. Basically, yeah, yeah. that was, and then he sits beautiful. down and starts rubbing the bridge of his nose again. Well, he has yeah. a reputation. It's funny because he has a reputation. He was like, "Oh yeah, he's not so tough." <laughs> my, my, wait, I love that because Milo, goes, you do not disappoint, Mister Hollenbeck. Yes, yeah. and he calls him Joseph. Oh, Joseph, yes, Joseph, you do not disappoint. And then when Jimmy, Jimmy comes in, hello, J- James. He goes, "Yeah, he yeah. does it to everybody." He calls me Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> Annoying, isn't he? <laughs> yes. Oh, and where, where do we uh, remember Pablo from? Where have we seen him? <sighs> He's very familiar to me. He is, but uh, I'm trying to remember. I, I'm going to now. I'm going to cheat, and I'm clicking. I'm cheating right oh, now. So he's brother, oh, brother, where art thou? Oh, yeah, that's oh. right. Yeah, but I, I have to admit, ashamedly here, where I, the, the first thing I remembered him Mr. from was Pickles. Dr. Quinn, I bet. Dr. Quinn. Madison. I knew it. I knew you. I knew it. Yeah. I was going to say Mr. Pickles, because that was I apparently a series <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. I win the prize. I don't know what it is, but I win. Yeah. I, I, I actually look into his, his uh, oh, IMDb, a, lot. a lot of stuff, man. He's oh, been, yeah. Whole 10 yards. Remember that one? Mm hmm. I like oh, that. Whole, was, I like, that was too. Yeah, whole nine yards. I like better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. The Village. Lawnmower Man. He was in that one, too? Yeah. He was a, it was a small actually right after this he played Nightgate Guard in Not Lawnmower Man right after Last Boy Scout. Wow. Doll Man he was in Doll Man. Mm. Yeah he's been in good Wild at Heart he's been in some good stuff. The eighty eight version of the Blob. Wow okay. I don't remember him. Mm-hmm. Hey he has a, a memorable face. Yes he does very yeah, memorable. He, does. he really does. So, yes, we go from I, I, I feel like there's all these little set pieces. I don't know if I'm trying to think if there was anything of other. Oh, I mean, I know Jimmy pieces. got thrown in the car, got thrown out the thrown oh. off the bridge. <laughs> I don't get why they did that. That made no sense. I don't either. Other oh. than just so they could tell the cops that he got thrown off or he was spotted, you know, so they could kind yeah. of bring them back into the, the game. Well, could they just beat him up and just leave him? <laughs> oh, no, just. Throw him out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's far. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, he, I'm, I'm surprised he walked away from that. That was crazy. Well, he he kind of didn't. He oh, did it. we already catch the when he tells the story about how he lost his family? Uh, Jimmy telling oh, his story? No, we didn't. But you know what? I would like to say I like, and this is, I think, a tribute to Shane Black, besides the back and forth dialogue banter. Mm hmm. Which I, you go, you watch this movie also sounds a lot like Lethal Weapon. Like you can hear, it does. you know, if you made yeah. Riggs and Murtaugh really way more cynical and apathetic, <laughs> <than> <laughs> yes. these guys. So 
but they really do a nice job. Shane Black did a really nice job of setting up that Alex thing early yes. on, right? He goes to Alex, yeah. the accountant, to Alex, the astronaut. And like he, they, mm-hmm. every time he, they have a toast, and there's a lot of drinking as yeah. well as smoking in this Alex. movie, always to yes. Alex. And you don't, you're like, Alex, you know, what is that? And you're like, what is the deal with that? Uh-huh. And then when the story finally comes out, which took a while to get to, like that wasn't a right away no, thing. No. But it's good because I think it helps human number one humanizes Jimmy even more, right? Yeah, but there's serious uh, matter in this movie. I well, mean, it's, uh, there's a thing that I think uh, recent movies don't do. I mean, recent movies don't do it anymore like they used to do it in movies like this or or movies back in the day. They would do callbacks. They don't do callbacks anymore, and I know it's because they think the attention span of the audience is less than it than mm. it used to be. Mm. Uh, yeah. They don't really like to do like. There's only few films that the the I don't think filmmakers trust the audience anymore like they used to. No, it's uh, kind of like this. No, and, and they go, ah, oh, okay, now I get it. Uh, you know that that kind of thing. You, you, yeah. Because they, they they say to Alex the accountant a couple of times before this, mm-hmm. even even uh, with uh, with Halle Berry's character, that's the first time he does it. Yeah, yeah, and she acno- and she acknowledges it. She doesn't question it. Yes, totally. No, no, there, no, no. There's no jealousy or nothing in, in or anything like that in in her. You know, in the response of that, like she respects it. Like, yeah. but you don't get yeah. it. You don't really know what to deal with. That no, thing. no, no. It's it's just kind of like a throwaway line. Mm-hmm. Uh, and later, you can, when uh, when he tells the story, you you're like, oh, okay, now I get it. But, uh, now the question is, should we say what the today. story is or should we wait if somebody hasn't seen the movie? Let them find out. For I themselves. mean, if somebody's listening to this and they haven't seen the movie yet, I mean, I don't. I don't. That's a good point. We, we will assume so much. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will. I will assume you've seen the movie at this point. I, yeah, I, I, you definitely so you want know to. what we're talking about. Yeah. So, yeah. So we get all that. And then I want to kind of just build up to the fact that it, the long and the short of it is Marcone and his stooges with Milo and company are mm-hmm. planning on killing the senator because it turns out their long game here is they want to ha- legalize gambling. Right. And legalize sports gambling. Sports gambling. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. And so and they, and they were going to do an investigation and, and they don't want them. They don't want him to do that. They did throw that out there that the senator yeah. that hates. Well, I, I love the yeah, the senator is the only like the one holdout vote to let them get it, and it was right. only because they couldn't bribe him with enough money. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, he's running yeah. for re- yeah, and he's running for re-election or something because they did that little yes. commercial. Remember, yep. Yep. and, and, and his, that's going to be billboard, his, his billboards nearby, and mm-hmm. Helen Mc throws the shot glass at it. And and do I, is it just me or did you not think of Naked Gun? When they would remember Naked Gun, where they would spoof these old, uh, mm-hmm. the old style mm-hmm. uh, detectives, where when you remember a flashback, he'd look up into the camera mm-hmm. and your eyes yeah. go, they glaze over a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cut to uh-huh. something horrible happening and uh-huh. then you come back again. And then, <laughs> It's like three three times I think that's true. I didn't think about that with Bruce Willis, and yeah. I was just cracking up every time. I don't think that was the intention, but yes, I can see why. <laughs> <laughs> so the it turns out they're gonna you know want this guy killed. They want to pin it on Hallenbeck because Hallenbeck has this history with him. Oh yeah, and calling re- him and everything. Yeah, and, and the oh, reason yeah. why Corey was killed, the the girlfriend Halle Berry's character, was because she had that. Proof that right. Marcone and, and the senator were in cahoots of some sort, and she was going to give it to Jimmy to get him his old job back. Right to blackmail the senator, and the, I mean blackmail Mar- Marcone, the owner, yeah, and yeah. to Going give to, yeah, job. So he, yeah. Which kind of bumped him out? 
Yeah, yeah it's really, yeah, really it's, it's my fault. I, I got her killed, basically. Mm-hmm. Now, how did you feel, just re- rewinding just for a second, mm-hmm. after Jimmy's told him the story about his wife, an unborn child, being killed horribly, right? and then he goes in the bathroom, and by the way, worst cokehead in history, like, why wouldn't you have locked the door? Yeah, you. you I mean, that's the first thing I yeah. thought of. It's like, why would you leave the door open? There's a kid in the house. Yeah, I, mean, I was going to say, really. So, and so he... Helen Beck walks in on him about the snort some and just loses his crap and mm. you know throws him out and his and Well, that's how he tells the story. He's getting dressed. No, no, no. He no, he that's when he goes into his whole thing about Yeah, yeah. Because he uh, tells him uh, the story when they're in the living room, and that's right after he goes, hey, man, can I use your shower? Which, another thing, by the way, why didn't you say, can I use your bathroom? Because to say, can I just use your shower? Just, yeah, <laughs> like, we just barely know each other. Really going to use my shower? Yeah. It's a little personal. Yeah, a little, yeah, a little personal. personal. So anyway, so yeah, because remember he told him like the sad, the sad sob part of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, but that's when he start, he's putting his shoes on. He's like, yeah, yeah your, your knees are shot. And they're like, sorry, mm-hmm. kid, your wife's dead. Da, 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 da. And he's going on. Right, and yeah. then Helen Beck just goes. When you're done feeling sorry for yourself, yeah. you can see your way out. Yeah. And that's Front another door. scene where he says something to him really, really – he says something mean back to Joe, and Joe repeats it while he walks off. Yeah. And you yeah, get it, yeah. and Joe is like, bad. why did I do that? Yeah. Yeah. Because you're a real bastard or something. Yeah, and he says, yeah, he yeah, said, yeah, I'm yeah, a real yeah. bastard. And he, and oh, he but you get, you get, get it. it. Yeah, but you kind of get – when you when uh, Jimmy walks outside, uh, uh, Darian, the daughter, is there. Uh, mm-hmm. With uh, one of his cards, and she asked him to sign it, and says, "Right, because she, she uh, apologized." Yeah, yeah, and and Jimmy Dix is kind of the when he when he well he, when he was thrown out of the game, that's when uh, her dad Joe stopped watching. Uh, yeah, stopped watching football. So because, now uh, Jimmy was it. apparently one of his heroes, and that's the callback to why was he so mean to Jimmy right away? Like, why did he want to kind of start a fight with him? Mm-hmm immediately when he got in that strip club mm-hmm. when he saw him yeah. and now you get the callback and we get the title of the movie yes and because he, he signs the he signs the card and he says uh to the daughter of the last boy scout yeah and i love the idea because when you think about a boy scout right that it's all mm-hmm. honor and integrity and doing the right, right. thing and i love right. that the idea that in this world joe hollenbeck <laughs> is the boy scout it's the boy scout Exactly. But he think about it, he does have a code, right? He's he and yep. he was he yep. was a good guy. He was a mm-hmm. he's just broken. He's just a broken guy. Because yeah. he lost his job for saving Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if she was a prostitute, but the point is he could have he knew, you know, going in, your secret service, you punch yeah. a politician, you're done. Yeah. Like there's just yeah. no way you would have kept your job. Nope. And he and he did it anyway, and it was the right thing to do. Absolutely. But he yeah. lost everything yeah. because of it. Yeah. So though we know the whole movie builds up to a Oh oh, oh I just realized something. There's another callback. What's that? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever uh, the, the, the smile the senator cracks? It looks so false. Oh. Yes. Well, yes, oh, he knocked four of his teeth out. Nice. Him, and just realized that's that. Right, that's right, because he double yes. punched him. That's right. Because he double punched that's him. He did. He put so both fists in the air, and then he, like, really put his whole body in. That, that, wow. yeah. oh, that well, and earlier on, when Hallenbeck, before we get to the end of the movie, Hallenbeck mm. makes a comment that if they could pull this off, he's going to dance a jig. Yes. Yes. And sure enough, <laughs> callbacks are repaid. Yes. So, yeah, it all builds to this big crescendo at the game. They're going to try to blow up the center. But, of course, Jimmy and, and Joe and somewhat the daughter 
end up mm-hmm. foiling the plans for that. But Milo decides he's just going to go full on sniper. <laughs> and that cra- you played the scene in the beginning uh, of the daughter. She follows. She she oh, follows that Jimmy. Part. That part she made me laugh out loud. She hitchhikes to get back to Jimmy because <laughs> Jimmy's looking for for Joe. Uh-huh. And they th- and this is when they're pinning everything on Joe. And they saved Joe. They basically she took the gun from her father. Yep. Because she knew where it was. This is some crazy crap, right? <laughs> she knew where the gun was. It's a thirteen-year-old girl. That the gun. Yeah, she's a weirdo though. She's the kid. She probably she seems to be the kid that because her father is so effed up. Mm-hmm. She seems to be the the kid that she's Darlene from Roseanne. Yes, she's trying to find herself, and her father's a dick. And speaking of callbacks, not that that really is a callback, but speaking oh. of references, yeah. she, Daniel Harris was on Roseanne. That's true. Sorry. That's right. Ah, she yeah, played the, the yeah. sister. Yeah, the one that she, uh, she played. No, she wasn't. She like the girlfriend of Johnny Galecki's character that Darlene hated. Or is it? No, his... no, no, no. She was the neighbor. Oh, that's right. She played okay. the neighbor, and she was the cute, uh, the cute sister that uh, flirted with uh, Darlene's boyfriend. Yeah, John, uh, Johnny Galecki from uh, Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Hated, hated that guy. Um, he's annoying. I hate him too. Really? Uh, anyway. <laughs> Just me. I don't know. He's what? one of those actors that just annoys me. Really? He seems like a nice I, guy. I, he probably is, but I on, like a sincerely I nice on, guy. Well, when I see him on TV or something, I just go, ugh, it just annoys me. Just wow. Punch him. What? That, that makes me sad. I want to double punch him in the face. So wow. Wow. Four teeth. Mr. Mr. Glick, I do not feel Yeah, bad. I'm such a <laughs> I know. Um, and I hate myself. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Uh, what, was, what was the rest of your anti mantra? Oh, my. Smile, you. <laughs> uh, but the whole thing with uh, her bringing the gun, like I love that stuff. The way that they set that up, mm-hmm. that was like a really, that was a crazy scene because his daughter walks up and they're going to take him into the woods. They put the prints on the on the bomb and they're taking that away. This her the daughter, of course, uh, Dix is not a tough guy and he's not a cop. So he didn't know how to sneak around. They caught him right away. Mm-hmm. So they're about to yeah. shoot both of them. They're yeah. both going to be dead in a minute. She puts the gun in, the, which is the smartest damn thing. Yeah, it was really smart. Yeah. Puts the yeah. gun inside of the puppet, and she pretends to just be wandering the forest. Another callback. That cat, furry Tom or whatever the Harry, whatever the hell it was called. <laughs> when he right. when Hollenbeck first shows back up his house when he catches uh-huh. his wife cheating, that thing is yep. in his bed, and he yes. picks it up, and he's holding it. I think he even made, does he even put his hand like inside it like as a puppet for a second? He does. He makes fun of himself, yeah. I think, yeah. with the puppet and then throws it. Yeah. Totally foreshadowing the fact that that'll be totally. a key plot element later in the movie. That that puppet Shane Black, you're awesome. That was good. <laughs> I don't care just, what they just say. don't do any Iron Man movies anymore. What? What? I liked Iron Man 3. That was horrible. Oh, no, Iron Man uh, 2 was horrible. Iron Man 3 was That horrible. was horrible too. That's a joint. Uh, okay. Joint venture both being bad. <laughs> totally weird. But anyway, he's everything else he's done. Love it. Just okay, leave Iron Man. Don't do any superhero movie. Don't do it. Uh, so anyway, I don't know if he had written Deadpool. You know what? That's the only one he probably would have been good at writing. Would yeah. be Deadpool. It fits mm. his style. Yeah. Um, but just the, when he gives, when she walks up and does the puppet thing and 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 says, "Tell a joke." Yeah. I'm you know, furry Tom. Yes, yeah. it is so weird. It's just, time for yeah. a riddle. Oh my god! And Why did Mr. Superpower. Milo yeah, yeah, cross the road? Uh, and I'm like, you could have just shot him at any time. I you know. did not have yeah. to hear this. I know. Uh, they're all laughing. Oh yeah, Milo got you. 
Uh, Actually, the guys with the guns told him to do it. Oh, yeah. They did. He said, do it. Yeah. <laughs> How dumb are you? <laughs> oh, they're kind so of sick. sharing the same brain cell. So they end up kidnapping Darian because for some reason they leave her with a random stranger in L.A. Which was ridiculous. Some guy, some 40-something-year-old uh, guy yeah. living by himself in in the Hollywood Hills or wherever he's he's at. Right. I'm thinking, you're going to leave your 13-year-old daughter with Gwai just because you happen to dump a car into his pool because... Yeah, and, it, and he didn't seem to be quite all there, did no. he? No. Then again, someone just dropped. A car. And car into I just. Oval. I'm still going back to. I'm not leaving my 13 year old daughter with him. No. Yeah, no and and he shot no, into the no, car multiple no. times. But the whole yeah, thing of yeah. why would you leave? I would rather take her outside and leave her outside the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. By herself before I would leave her in the house with that dude. Like after I've called the cops, I'm basically. I would have said, "I'm. Hey, I just came here and assaulted this dude. You better come get me." Yeah. And I would have yeah. left her there. Rather than leave her in this house, yeah, like yeah. that's just it was so weird. It was, it just was. well, they they, they had to. Call the cops. What's that, Peter? Yeah, let or, or let Jimmy call the cops. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, what he needed his partner. This is true. Their partner. Yeah. yeah. Well, they go yes. they go to the big game. They have it out with, in various ways. We end up with Jimmy Dix on horseback. <laughs> He's been shot in the hand because they yeah. have, they have an exchange with Marcone. That's also that's that also sick. a callback. Yes, the horseback. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, you made a reference to the whole horse thing. Yeah, yeah. the stealing oh, car. Yeah. No, we're, st- we're stealing mm-hmm. uh, horses now. It's easier. Oh, that's and right, yeah, because they made a joke. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he was doing the jokes of the race jokes. With yeah, well, yeah, yeah, Joe, Joe Hollenbeck yeah. makes a joke about something about uh, – what does he – how does he say – I don't think does he say directly or is it that uh, he implies it and Jimmy Dix makes a comment about, you know, yes, no, we don't yeah. steal cars. We, we oh, do- yeah, we steal horses right. now. Which yeah. is the, the, I love that because that is uh, that is it's, 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 that's a sad thing that they couldn't do now. I don't think as much as they could do then. No, the joke know. when when it's just it's racial humor, but you but if you're saying the jokes to each other like they're like becoming buddies. Yeah, that's, when like, you're when your friends like that, yeah, you can right, get away with right. it more. That's, sure, that's how we talk, and when you know you're, you're doing the jokes, like oh, of course you think I stole it. You, I'm yeah. the only black guy. It's like little things like that. It was just funny yeah. the way they did it. That, that make great. that make all the wealthy white people in the audience very uncomfortable. Yes, they don't want to see that. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so the, so he, end, he ends up on horseback. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he ends up on horseback. Well, that's of course right. he has been shot in the hand because yes. Marcone. They have a whole exchange in Marcone's office where he throws the key in the fire, a key that shreds. Yeah. Yeah, that was a callback again. Yep, because they yes. had these shredder bullets. He had mentioned it to him before, yeah. Yeah, they, they do a really good job. Shane Black is very good at mentioning things so that later on you're like, where did they get that from? Come on. Uh, it was there. Yeah, it was there. It was always there. Yep. So they, he's been shot in the hand, but he gets the, he makes somebody give him a football. Oh, but I did, I did also love the part as they're uh, initially before they get to Marcone's office, they're coming down the hall as the football team's coming out and the big lineman that he had broken his nose at the beginning oh, of the movie with the football. Bitch. And the, yeah, yeah. And the guy, the guy gets him up against the wall and he shoves the shotgun under his chin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah Cause you were trying to drown a woman to death to, to make her blow yeah. you yeah. in the pool. You idiot. Oh, it just smashes his nose in. What yeah. I love is that as bad as as anti-hero as those two guys are, uh-huh. compared to everybody else in this world, they're just awesome. 
like these, uh, right, these knights yeah, errant. Yeah. They're just these these wonderfully noble guys compared to all the other douchebaggery that goes on in this world. Because he, ne- as mad as he is his wife, he never pulls a gun on the wife. He no. never threatens to hurt her. No. In fact, she's like, I want you to at least show me. Like, I want you to get mad at me yes. like that. And he was like, I, he never does it. The worst thing he does is calls his daughter a little bit, implies that she looks like a slut. That, that's like the worst yeah. of what he's done, if, if anything. Which is interesting. He almost, he almost says it, but... Uh, right, he, he almost and then stops. Yeah, now, I, 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 yeah. let's just, real quick, I, I do want to address one thing. One thing mm. I read several times, and I, this may go back to that hypersensitivity, like you were talking mm. about, Daryl, of today. A lot of people were, their biggest criticism of this movie, and, and there were some criticisms I thought were actually somewhat founded that when it came because apparently this was a very troubled production <laughs> yeah i read that yeah. yeah that between tony scott joel silver bruce willis and shane black to some degree, I too, mean, many, all, too many heads too many e- egos yes big yeah. time so there's a lot of problems and yeah. there that's was, why it's no sequel but go ahead. it probably had a big uh contributing factor yeah mm-hmm. but they also talked shane. about the like the timing of a lot of the jokes. I agree that I don't think that Tony Scott is style necessarily like this. Leave the weapon. You go back and watch Leave the weapon. It's really got some really good banter in the way that. And it's natural. And it's very natural. It feels like those yeah. Merton Riggs are saying those words. And right. this one, some of the lines like that one between Jimmy and Darian, I liked a lot. But there were some other mm-hmm. times when it does feel a little too quick. <laughs> is the best way to put it. I'm going to say it it's does. too fast. It does. Yeah. But it that, feel- I could see them like having a hard time saying some of that dialogue because of the, because they say it in such a cautious way. Like, I don't want to do another take. Like, this is the last time I'm going to say this damn thing. But one of the other criticisms was is that this, they called the movie misogynistic. Okay. Now, misogynistic, if you need to look up what the word actually means, is yeah, hateful towards women. women. Yeah. I, did you feel that? Like, I didn't. I don't uh, Now, hell it. comes the, to Frogtown. No. I could see you trying to. That's misogynist. I That's, think what they. Uh, I think Old that's what the park. deal is, is that m- most of the women that you see in the movie, if you can, if you want to say there are not a lot of female characters in this, in this movie, or they're not important, like the female characters are mainly put daughter. in this. I think the daughter to is important get, towards She the- is. But other than that, the rest of them are used to get them to a certain point. Oh, and so is the daughter. Yeah, she's yeah, kidnapped. But, but, but she saves them, but she's kidnapped yes, as well. But yes. he gets kidnapped yeah, too, still. so I mean, you know. Yeah, but but still, you you get the the uh, I mean they 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 set up I mean the relationship between Dix and and uh, Halle Berry's uh, mm-hmm. what the hell was she called Corey? Yeah. What, what, what she called? I mean they set up that they have what she said. What she called? I said hot. She she did purr. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good line. That is. Oh, I got derailed. I purr. Oh, she sounds so hot. And we um, just lost Daryl. <laughs> no, but I mean, what I mean is they they set up their relationship nicely. Yes, they do right, and also the relationship between Joe and his wife. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the, it's hateful but, uh, towards women. I don't think I so. would say you could argue some of the characters are, but that's the well, characters. Yes. Well, the thing of the movie is that all of these characters, like I get, there's a conversation that we have a lot in. I'm in the comics and there's a conversation a lot about that with the way women are portrayed in comics. And sometimes it's true, but other times you got to put, if you have a, a lead that's male, you have to put people that he cares about in jeopardy because that's the only way to get yeah, the character to sure. a certain point. Yeah. Sure. So most of the time, if you're a straight male, yeah. 
you're going to have a wife or a girlfriend and or a daughter or a son. Yeah. Like there's going to be sure. that's the only way you're going to get him to that to that breaking yeah. point. If, and yeah. the, I mean, so I get it. I mean, I know they probably didn't like the fact that uh, Corey was a stripper and high end escort. But in the, the world of football, that doesn't happen. With that money that doesn't happen. Right. Like that's, I mean, that, that's <laughs> well, in the and, world. And, uh, and also, the, the fact of the matter is, is that you can't call Joe Hollenbeck a misogynist because he's a misanthrope. He hates everybody. Yeah, he ha- and he hates like calling Al Bundy. That's like yeah, calling yeah, Al, yeah. That's like calling Al Bundy. Uh, you yeah. know, no, how Bundy no. hates everybody. He hate, and he hates himself just that, as yeah. much, yeah. if not more than Actually, he it just occurred else. to me. If Al Bundy was a hard-nosed gumshoe, yes. he'd be this guy. Yes. Psycho dad. Psycho dad. Psycho dad. Psycho dad. Psycho dad. Psycho dad. I know the words to it, too. I have to watch that show again. Oh, my God. Um, but in the movie. Coming, coming, every- this, coming this fall, the Married with Children podcast, starring <laughs> Daryl, Peter, and I'm- Jolie Joel. I'm ready. We're going to do the first episode. Um, everyone in this movie is flawed. Like everyone. Like there is not one person who is not an ass to a point, except for the daughter, because she kind of has an excuse. But she does have a bad mouth, and I, she got that from her parents, of course. But but she gets everyone in there. I mean, Jimmy's sniffing drugs, and Joe is just. You know, he's abrasive to people for no reason and doing, you know, being an idiot and a jerk to his wife and not talking to her yeah. about what's wrong with him yeah. because of what he yeah. did. Because um, yeah. you don't even get the implication that she was mad at him no. for doing that just, and losing just, his he's job. Shut down. He's emotionally distant. He's yeah. the one that's mad yeah. at himself yeah. for losing that job. Like she it seemed to be she was like, let's deal with it. If yeah. you're upset about when she even when she talked to him. She said, you are the one that shut down on us. Yeah. Not even her alone. You shut down on us. And she didn't even, and she didn't, I mean, cheating is bad, but she didn't do it with her daughter there. No. She, they made sure in the story that the daughter was at a friend's house. And oh, that's how yeah. it kind of. Real quick, when we do see the daughter, did you catch what she was watching on TV? Yes. I don't remember. What was she watching on TV? He's a weapon. Yeah, the, the torture scene when they're torturing uh, when they're torturing yes. Riggs, Gary uh, Gary yeah. Busey is torturing Riggs. Yeah, that's probably why she was the crazy face when <laughs> they were running from the gunfire. Yeah. And all. <laughs> that was yeah, that was her relaxing time watching someone being tortured in a movie. Right. I mean, there were things like like uh, Joe is talking, Jimmy's talking to Joe at the police station, and he tries to bond with Joe. <laughs> And he calls him uh, a slur, a gay slur. Yes. That, I can see if they complain about that. But again. No, but, but let me ask you this, though. Here's a, mm-hmm. This is an important question. Does uh-huh. that make the movie homophobic or is no. that character? And I would say in that context, is he saying because he's homophobic or just because he's a general dick? Like, it's, it's I just think him he would call him, he, Yeah, he's not. He's yeah, a he's jerk. A dick. He's yeah. not a dude to root. I mean, you're not rooting for the yeah, terrible. He's like an anti anti hero. I mean, he hates Rav. He, like, he says that he, he hates, hates he everybody. Hates he says it because that's the thing he thinks is going to get Jimmy yeah. mad. Sure. Because that's what he does. He, he Whatever it is, he uses to make people mad at him because he doesn't want people to like him. Yeah. That's the yeah. whole point. Like, And that's the problem. Like, I, 
even if it's in your movie, that doesn't mean you hate. That means you can't do any movies or write yeah, any exa- stories. That's that the point. Has- that's exactly what I was getting at. Because I, I know I've heard a lot of, especially authors, you know, write novels and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I know Stephen King has gotten. On, I've heard him talk about this to some degree, where right. people seem to not understand that just because characters in the book do it doesn't mean that, I'm condoning right. it. it. That no. means they're all killers. That means yeah. all these authors are killers and rapists and yeah. all types. No, of- it's a character. It's like an. It's- so, so what? Yo, uh, oh, I almost said Anthony Daniels. <laughs> I, I, no, not C three PO. No. No, poor man. No, I cannot believe I'm completely Anthony Hopkins. I'm like, like, where is okay. it at? Why can't I pull it out? Anthony Hopkins. Whoa, yes, he's, he's, soundbite. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins is totally, oh, obviously, a cannibal, right? Because exactly, that, that's exactly what it is. Like that is a. I think no, in the he, world that we live in, that is a thing that. Um, we have to keep dealing that's with sad, that. That's sad because I'll be honest with you, man. That's that's how you end up having no art. That's how you have no have creativity art. and everything. Yeah, because nobody's able – everybody's so concerned with, oh, gosh, if I have a character do this thing, then everybody that's is going to think that you, you I'm that to, way. Who, yeah. What, what the, yeah. That movie, uh, Equilibrium, where they have no yeah. art and nothing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It becomes that because if you, yeah. because not only do you want to see something you don't want to see anything that offends you but everything can offend you like it's yeah, like yeah. Just, there's always going to be something that offends somebody i would really hope that anybody who that applies to long ago stopped listening to the show so <laughs> because i got if, if you are easily offended i've got to imagine you're not listening right I now i think by now oh and uh oh uh brain farting uh <laughs> the old guy podcast where we don't remember anybody's name <laughs> that too Eddie Murphy movie. Uh, where they're Harlem Nights. Yes. I saw that in the theater. Me yeah. and my and my buddy at the time, these two little white kids, we were the only white people in the theater. It was awesome. Oh, that was you. We I was me. Uh, <laughs> we were, and it was packed. Now, I remember, I'll never, it was the theater I would one day end up working at. I'll never forget. Me and my buddy Richard, we loved, we were so jacked up to see, see that movie. And uh, we went, like, open, I think it was opening night. It was like a Friday night. That place was, it was the biggest too. theater. Oh, it was packed. I thought it was great. Oh, and I'm uh, talking about F bombs. I mean, uh, oh every my other God. one. <laughs> yeah, I, I it stars know. Red Fox, Richard Pryor, and Eddie Murphy. Oh, you want to come on? Thank you, Joe. Although Della Reese, I think she may have been. <laughs> you and she was the deacon, and she was saying <laughs> is saying that stuff. That's you want to shoot me? I'm a pinky toe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's we got to do Harlem. You know what? Next movie, Harlem Nights. Don't you play with my affections? I'm not even playing with your affections. What do you guys I'm say? In Harlem, it. I'm, I'm ready. Har- Harlem I'm, Nights. Harlem Nights. Oh, I'm, I, so I, I'm now in the mood to see Harlem Nights. I'm always in the mood to see Harlem Nights. Come on. I haven't seen that oh. in so long. Oh, oh great. That's a long time ago, yeah. Damn. It really has no connection to this movie whatsoever. No. But no, that's, no, I don't I, care. Well, we probably do. F-bombs. F-bombs. That's, what, that's yeah. the connection. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I guess in the end, we uh, they, they, they stop the bad guys. People go into helicopter blades. It's gory. Uh, and he dances right. with Jake. Not only do they shoot the guy repeatedly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. they in had slow motion part where he falls into the hell. And they show it, dude. They show it Walking Dead style. Totally show it. And did you get the part where and there's a part at the end where they almost killed everyone in that room? I mean, everyone in that vicinity. Oh yeah, with the suitcases. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. They did not say not one time like. Oh, they laughed that though. Might be the bomb. I wrote down, or I don't think I wrote it. Down. I think I was going to write it down. No, I did. I put Marcone blows up. They laugh, and I didn't finish my thought at the time. Was 
this movie is nothing but a bunch of sociopaths. Like everybody, they are they're That's sociopaths? The same thing. They are yes. sociopaths because yes. he. Oh, like when the when the <laughs> even though he's an asshole, but the sergeant comes in and he's been trying to pin everything on on Joe all through the movie. Oh, you, like wait, Joe. wait, wait! You mean this guy? This is a police matter, you dumb son of a bitch, and I'm sick and tired of sweeping up your dead bodies. <laughs> Oh, did you recognize him? I'm gonna yeah. put a bullet in it. You got it? Was he? Uh, he wasn't in Barney Miller, was he? No. What was I'm, he in? He, was, he said like he played a cop in something else. I was trying yeah. to. Yeah, been a cop in other stuff, but I don't. I Wait for it. You ready? Okay, so he, he was in Blue Thunder, but that's not where I recognize him. No. Okay. You ready? The Rockford Files. Yes. Okay. That's I was, what it was. Oh, yes. that is. See, I knew it was something. That's why I said Barney Miller. It was something seventies. Yes. yes. I knew it was something 70s Rockford. and cop-related. That's what it and was. Well, and Rockford was a detective, it. but still close enough. It's, it's, Rockford it's, is it's, awesome. And Magnum P.I., don't forget that. He was in Magnum yes. P.I. as well. Nice. And yeah. He was in a lot of TV. So. Art Castle and McCormick. I, I just love that. that. I, I, oh. think, I think Shane Black, I wonder, I'm sure he's not the guy who did, because I know if you go back to Lethal Weapon, Mm-hmm. Right, the captain in that, who is screaming at Riggs and Murch all the time. He <laughs> see Shane Black. All of his cop related movies have that moment, but there, oh. that's very much a trope of eighties action yes. movies. But I want to yes, know definitely. when it started. Like, where did that start? I would love to know that too. Because Lethal Weapon's eighty seven, but I gotta yeah, believe it. Ha- hey, oh no, you know Beverly Hills Cop because doesn't don't, uh, doesn't Ronnie Cox yeah, scream think- at them? Or that's uh, in one, right? Isn't Ronnie Cox in one and two? Oh, he- yeah, I think so. And I think he, he well, screams he, he at them. He tells them off anyway, but I think he, he 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 raises his voice at least. It's 1984 was the first yeah, one. Yeah, it was Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. I know it was in that one. Yeah. I think it goes even further than that it, because I it's a trope. So. Everyone screams. I think and that's so in the 70s. Yeah. Because even the shows, like you, you, you look back yeah. at Rockford Files, he got yelled at. Yeah, but well, that whole uh, thing where the chief or the captain or whoever it gives them a dressing down mm-hmm. where they, they just rip them a new one. It might be yeah, TV just, first, though, if you, you think, think so? about it, because there was so much, uh, so many cop shows yeah. early in the like before like in the chips. late seventies, like yeah, chips. late late seventies, early eighties. The yeah. uptight, angry uh, sergeant was like the thing. I found it. I just found. Uh, looking through here, I just found uh, another uh, connection to Skin Deep. What? We we have Chelsea Fields in this. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And the other cop who 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 shakes uh, who just wants to shake Joe Hollenbeck's uh, the one they try to frame for Hollenbeck for his yeah. killing yes. yeah yeah uh, uh, Clarence Felder you know what he was in what he was in Hooperman oh shoot okay I never realized that. well he was in the hit and I re- I remember him from that but I looked up he he was in Hooperman for a couple of episodes he sure was although you know what should we do should we do Harlem Nights next or should we do Blank Man because there is a Damon Wayans connection right please no. don't do the Blank no please I th- you did I think didn't you like Blank Man no I didn't who was the conversation I was in with me said they like Blank Man the other black guy you know? <laughs> the other black guy I know. <laughs> well, we have mentioned Black Man Blank Man before that and. <laughs> <laughs> Because we did. We talked about that and we talked about yep. um, what's the one that Meteor, uh, Robert Todd Meteor, Meteor Man. Man. That was it. Meteor yeah. Man. I, like. I could have sworn we said we liked those. Even though that was bad too, but I'd like Meteor Man. Yeah, okay. well, none of them are good, but. Uh, okay, really fine. Good. We'll do Harlem Nights and damn it. Come on. It's good. <sighs> it is good. Yes, it is. I hope. It's, I haven't seen it in years. They, they, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that scene where they uh, they put him in the safe. Oh, oh, the, oh the, yeah. Uh, breathe, and the, breathe. And the vault. 
really short. Yeah, okay, yeah, the wait, 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 wait. That, that'll be in the next episode. I forgot. Netflix okay, okay. remembers. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. I, so let's just uh, wrap this bad boy up with okay. is, is Last Boy Scout in your mind worth remembering or should we just forget it? You should never forget this. No, nope. ever. Never forget Now, I was surprised. It. I enjoyed it. I mean, it's not a perfect movie. Yeah. It's not on par no, with Die Hard or any of the not Lethal Weapon. But it it's sort of like the B grade of those. Like, it's not way beneath them. It's not horrible. It's not unwatchable. A lot of people don't remember this movie. I really, I, I, I was I surprised. Noticed. It was enjoyable. If you don't mind a good, yeah. bloody, violent, cynical, mm-hmm. foul-mouthed action movie, and that's what you're <laughs> in the mood for. Yeah. So with with, ha- with Halle Berry it's saying, funny. I want a cat. This is the movie for you. Imagine if this could have been a franchise because this was set up. The yeah, end oh, totally, of this totally. set up for sequel. It's a- <laughs> Peter, Peter, we're not done yet, Peter. Yeah, the, the, them walking you down the street together. Line. This is the totally. This is totally. the this is the ni- this is the nineties. Yeah. You, you it's got, a fun you, you yeah, grab a you grab a surfboard and you hit somebody in the face. What are you gonna say? Yeah. <laughs> Surfs up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't just go up to someone and punch them. You have to say something cool yes. first. And his wife liked him again. Well, guys, he yeah. cursed her out. Yeah, yeah, he cursed her out. He, she said, "I'll get a dog." That was so romantic. Okay, so then I say, gentlemen, this is a good movie. What? What is? What is the final word? Head or gut? <laughs> there you go. That's all I have, man. (laughs) It's gotta be that. That's perfect. That's perfect. Thanks for listening. And for even more retro movie goodness, be sure to subscribe on iTunes and feel free to leave a review. It helps more people find out about the show. And a special thanks to JV at YourSecretIdentity.com for all the fantastic music you've heard throughout this show. So swing on by ForgottenFlix.com where we've got great retro reviews, articles, games, tons of past podcast episodes and interviews, and more. Listen, I'm playing a stripper. I'm showing all my goods.